My name is Robbie DeShazer, and I love craft beer. And I know that everyone else can love beer just as much as I do. That's why I'm taking my friends on a craft journey, showing them that beer is more than just the fizzy yellow stuff you see on TV. This is Tapheads. be in the future it could be someone help me make my bumble bio what your bumble bio yeah as we record this i'm gonna help a good cause why would we do this because you want me to find love do you want to make your bumble bio while you're getting drunk uh always a great idea i think you need to get drunk first and then make the we should have done that during the lost episode we should have the lost episode (laughs) so welcome to top heads everybody it's me robbie deshazer uh here here with my, my good friends again as Wendy spoke about, we did lose an episode last week because uh, <laughs> Wendy and I got a little too drunk and weren't doing a good job of filling dead air. Excuse me? we did. It's not that we did a bad job. It's we, just, do, we just weren't doing a good we job. We were just too drunk. We were carrying I wasn't the there. show on our back. And alas, we were two people carrying a at least three or four person show. Yes, so. exactly. The show is, is probably best with three or four people. Uh, probably at max there. Yeah, I don't know if a fifth person would would really jam with this. Well, I think lot. then you should do a like Pentagon or Star of. Death. I'm worried about four in this episode. I think Wendy should leave. Wow! All welcome back, of, Carter. Welcome back. Oh. The listeners won't even realize <laughs> they won't was realize gone. I was gone. Uh, right. Yeah. Oh, to my left over here, uh, that is the beautiful voice of Mister. You can introduce. Yourself. Oh, Carter Spilliards. Uh, Am it, it's S P I L L Y A R D S, like spill something in your yard and add an S on the end. Yes, and that is uh, at C A Spilliards. At C A Spilliards on Twitter. And uh, might I add, Carter beautiful underscore voice. Spilliards. Beautiful, beautiful voice. On Instagram. Ugly face. Well, a, a beautiful boy here. <laughs> I think I have a nice face. Yes. Yeah, but people don't know. I that. was once told, oh, you're more attractive than I thought you were. What a compliment. What a compliment. Over to uh, his left is uh, my co-host for the time being, uh, Miss Woo. You can introduce yourself, too. Hi, I'm Wendy with a W. Yeah, you are. Thanks for having me again. You know, I live here. and <laughs> You keep being like, thanks for having me. And I'm like, Wendy, this is your show, this is, this is. I live trapped in this podcast. Uh, it's funny that you say that because, I mean, Carter's also, because of the last episode, Carter's been on all three episodes. I have. Yeah. But he hasn't had a formal invitation extended oh, to Oh, dang. I just invite myself onto every podcast. I am special. Carter sucks. And I don't know if I apologize about I'm this. I'm really just here I to don't pub hate Carter, fracas. But yeah. Carter sucks. Just coming back soon. Oh, my God. What if your soon, mom I listens? <laughs> I'm so sorry, Lee. I love your son. And then over to her left is I don't even know uh, she exists. first time on the show. Uh, maybe. Hello. Hi, you. you definitely need to speak Yeah, you closer definitely to need to mic. get closer to the sorry. mic and I speak can barely louder. hear you. Okay. Yeah. Introduce yourself. Hi, guys. I'm Maggie. This is Maggie Fogwell, uh, my my beautiful girlfriend here hanging out with us in the studio, ready to drink some, some beers with us. I'm excited. Ooh. Yeah. Has anybody, uh, just before we get started, has anybody had any good or interesting beers recently, aside from the one we just had before we started? Yeah, I had... Uh... What was you'll have to help me with the name. I'll help you, help you with the name. The the raspberry one or no the pomegranate one. The pomegranate? That, that oh, was the, 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 the Schoferhofer. Schoferhofer, yeah. I think is I'm not I didn't take German. They had a <laughs> Schoferhofer uh, pomegranate. They have a Schoferhofer grapefruit, which is really popular. Um, but I'm not a big grapefruit person. No, you're not. But I do like pomegranates, and they had a Schoferhofer pomegranate hefeweizen. How was that? So that's a lot of German. Can you say that three times? Sh- 
Schofer? Schoferhofer, Pomegranate, Hefeweizen. Schoferhofer, Pomegranate, Hefeweizen. Schoferhofer, Pomegranate, Hefeweizen. It's weird because you have to switch languages in the middle there. Yes. You're very talented. Thank you. Um, uh, thank you so much. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, good, I thought. It was pretty tasty. Yeah. I tried um, to say, uh, pomegranates aren't really my thing. It was yeah. so... So it's, you can drink the grapefruit one. I, I love and the grapefruit I'll one. drink the pomegranate one. Yeah. It also was a weird, like, bright pink color, Yeah, which was just off-putting to me. I, I love how that's off-putting to you, but for me, that's more attractive. But, I'm like, cool, pretty colors. But it's like yeah. a beer. <laughs> Wendy's and, reaction to the raspberry AF uh, from St. Arnold. Yeah. Cool, to me, pretty can. To me, beers should be, like, brown. <laughs> Wendy, have you had anything interesting? We did not be open-minded. Hi. Yes, I will take your question. Um, actually at the dinner that we had for you, mm-hmm. we, I tried that. I think it was live oak, big bark amber. Yeah. That's it a was good one. really good. Very yeah. tasty. So it's, it's a, it's one I would have handed to any, you know, anyone wanting to get into beer. It's a good, uh, solid amber. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I've, cause I've had live oak before. I think the Hefeweizen. It's a very popular one. Yeah. The amber was real good. Yeah. And Maggie, have you had anything interesting any interesting beers ever? Not since your last <laughs> time being on the show. Not off the top of my head. Not off the top of your... I give her probably a sip of everything I taste, almost definitely. I don't like 90% of it. Yeah. <laughs> Maggie's not a big beer person, which we is going to be interesting. We have high hopes for this episode. Yeah. I'm really excited for this episode. Uh, it works out really well because we're getting into summer here. Yes. Summer the, loving. The temperatures here in Austin, Texas are getting super, super Warm. hot. Uh, Welcome so, to Texas, boys. Yes, and so it's time to drink some nice, refreshing wit beers. Uh, Delicious. Yes. Um, so this first kind of half here uh, has a theme to it. All of these beers, uh, the recipes were developed uh, by or in collaboration with uh, Pierre Zellis. So oh. who, who, you know, uh, we've had Zellis White. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's only so many that were actually developed by or with Peter Sellis. So, I mean, you can probably guess the three. Uh, but Pierre Sellis, who I talked about in episode one, uh, you could write a book on everything he did to bring back the style mm-hmm. uh, Whitbeer. Um, it was nearly dead in the 60s. Yeah. And, well, I'm glad uh, it came back. Yeah. He did. It's, it's great that it one came back. One of my favorites. Could, so, you, uh, could you remind us all? What a wit beer is? Yes. So a wit beer. Uh, let's. What's the best definition for a wit beer? I'm using Wendy's computer, and she has the scrolling backwards from uh, how I have it on mine. I thought uh, I've heard that it's not normal. I yeah. thought it was a normal thing. Uh, so a Belgian wit beer. Uh, they're a. I'm trying to figure out how to. Uh, describe it without giving you like a bunch of tasting notes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's uh, made with wheat. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing. It's made with wheat. It typically has uh, coriander and orange peel mm-hmm. in the recipe. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be fairly light, uh, under 6%. I don't think I've seen mm-hmm. any wit beer that is over 6%. Mm-hmm. Uh, very low in bitterness. Uh, I don't think we have a single wit beer tonight that has more than uh, s- maybe more than. 25 IBUs, I think, is the... Wow. So nothing's going to be... That's pretty low on the scales that we've had. Nothing is going to be super hoppy or bitter. Uh, So you're going to get a lot of maltiness, especially Mm -hmm. from that wheat. You're going to get some uh, nice... Also a nice light beer. Very Mm -hmm. drinkable, crushable, you know. So uh, there's no... No wonder it's a favorite of a lot of people, especially... And a really good intro to craft beer for... 
many people. If, uh, you know, a style that I think anyone can get into, a style that is made for people who don't necessarily mm-hmm. always enjoy beer or haven't, mm-hmm. you know, taken their steps beyond uh, Bud Miller yeah. Coors. Yeah. Or just prefer weedier beers. Yeah. Because oh, I, for, sure. for one, prefer weedier beers. Well, so, I have fond with... memories. The the Celis White was really good last yeah. time. So I have not since then gone to snooze and tried that uh, mimosa with the Celis. So we'll have to try it soon. But could you tell us what you're pouring? Ooh. Yes. Right now I'm spilling. Uh, Overflow. It's okay. That's why we clean things up. Um, I just poured Maggie a ton of head on her uh, Who Garden Wit Blanche. Uh, it is. Uh, we'll get into talking more and more about it. Yeah, Maggie. What since, as you've mentioned, you don't really like beer all too much. What are your expectations of this of this experience that you're gonna have? I actually like wheat beers, most of them. Um, so I think it'll be a good episode. Yeah. Cool. Um, so I'm looking excited. at this one, uh, I'm seeing a decently pillowy head. Uh, it's rocky. a very soft color. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Ho, uh, Who Garden or Hell Garden, I don't know what the correct pronunciation is, uh, is the original wit beer at this point. Uh, it is. Thank you for handing me a na- uh, napkin card or two. Yeah. And I like on the bottle it says naturally cloudy. Yes. Wow. Yeah. It is unfiltered. Yes. Uh, it also is going to have suspended yeast in it. So, one thing that everyone likes to do with wit beers is to pour a little bit, swirl it up, and get some of those dregs in. I think that for the purpose of a tasting, you should probably taste it as free of those things as possible, just to get an idea, and then maybe try it out a little bit, see if you like it. Um, I'm going to top off a little bit here. It's got an interesting scent. Yes. Um, It's almost tastes, or almost smells kind of like a sausage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. That's that coriander, Mm -hmm. which is definitely a big part of a lot of sausage and hot dog recipes. Um, from their website, uh, this beer features the aroma of orange peel, coriander, and herbs that the Merry Monks imported from Curacao. Pouring Who Garden is just like letting the sun fall into your glass. Light, yellow, and naturally murky. There's all, <laughs> there's the soft taste, light and sweet, uh, slightly sweet and sour and filled with subtle citrus notes. Um, so this is the original, uh, wit beer made by Pierre Celis. Wow. Uh, his brewery burned down and was then purchased by a company called Interbrew, which then became InBev, which then became Anheuser-Busch InBev. So uh, this is big beer, but it's also kind of the original uh, wit beer. So. Oh, cool. cool. It's I like to, it's fun to try this out. On the back of the bottle, it has the instructions for yes. to pour and then swirl and then pour more. So I thought that was interesting. It tells you on the, on the back of the bottle to do that. Yes. Let's yes. try it. Yeah, let's yeah, delicious. Yeah, we all tried that at the same yeah. time. And Maggie, Maggie, what the what the listeners like to hear is when you like really drink it, so they know that you're drinking it, and none of this is faked. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. Is that what oh, the, is that what the listeners I got, like? Like the top of this beer, <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, in a normal drinking, very delicious. Really this good. This is really good. Yeah, um, uh, you definitely get. Um, Almost like a banana-y taste here. Like the thing a, that comes through to me the most are the spices. Yeah. They're very pronounced. Yeah. Um, just to mention for everyone who cares, this is 4.9% ABV, 15 IBUs, and it's brewed year-round. Um, 
Yeah, so a little bit of spice. I get clove. Mm-hmm. Very heavy yeah, clove. the cloves are very yeah. pronounced. Um, it's, it's interesting that there's not as much spice on the nose, at least for me, and there's a lot more in the, in the, in the taste. taste. Yeah. Really, I was having the opposite. Really? I found a lot of heavy spice on the nose, which I wonder if it could just be... Gla- uh, bottle variation. The we're bottle, using. Yeah. I had a lot of spice on the nose and then not a lot in the actual like really? body of the sip. Yeah. I had a lot more uh, orange in the, in the nose and a lot more spice in the taste. But you definitely get the, the curacao the opposite, orange. Which the- is weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's still very light. Uh, Would you say it's a, it's a dry beer or no? No, this is not very dry. Mm-hmm. This is almost creamy. It's like weird, yeah, almost. Yeah, a little bit of cream. Uh, Maggie, your thoughts? I'm I'm just gonna keep prompting you because you're not used to being on podcasts. <laughs> it's good. It's very smooth, very drinkable. Not a lot of hops, which I really like. Mm-hmm. Same girlfriend. But I maybe like my beer a little bit sweeter than this, but I could definitely drink Interesting. it. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, from their description, I don't know if I necessarily get the sour that they say, but that may I be, don't taste you know, any sour, if I'm honest. There's like that may be saying sour to somebody who's never had yeah. a sour beer. <laughs> I'm thinking the other thing too is it ends on a bit of a blah note. Yeah, a little bit. Because I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, there's not like a bad aftertaste, and I wouldn't really want a bad. But there's nothing particularly characteristic about the back half. Let me. I would sip. like I would say like it has like a beginning and a middle, but yeah, not necessarily but not really a good an finish. End. Yeah. I think this is a fine beer, and. I, th- I would be interested in what foods you could pair with it just because there's not like, like I know I Robbie like said there's really like, anything with this. yeah, I know. Like Robbie said he got some pronounced like spices or taste into it, but like nothing that stands out would overpower would anything you pair with it. I think, I mean, my natural inclination yeah. is sausage just because yeah. it kind of smelled like sausage. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think this would go really well with like, like yeah. bratwurst or, yeah. uh, but like not too many flavors we had with our uh, meal at Culinary Dropout yeah. not too long ago. Yeah. And everything there went really well went, with that. That's true. It is kind of a, it's not, I don't know if I would say this like pairs well with anything. It maybe works as like a, almost a palate cleanser if you have like, yeah. some yeah. like really like heavy deep fried fish and chips, mm-hmm. something like with mm-hmm. a lot of There's grease. Something really refreshing. I then. like that, but I also We want just... something that's not water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, to me, like there's, or like Maggie said, there's not much to it. And so, well, she likes stuff sweeter. Uh, no, nah, I mean, I want I'll more alcohol. I'll swirl a little bit and do the... But, yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's drinkable, it's smooth, but no I mean, crazy flavor or when anything you, When you swirl it out. up and pour a little bit more in, you yeah. cle- it's clearly murkier. Yeah. Also, this is not the color of the sun unless you're coloring with a dulled pencil or something. Or, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it's a really interesting color. Like Robbie said, say, it definitely got murkier. If it was at all see through, it is now not at all. It is. Completely... It really wasn't before. It's very much like a soft. Ooh, pesto. no! Try that's that kind of smooths. Did you try it with the dregs? I haven't. That kind of smooths it out. It brings a little bit more of the orange out. Yeah. Yes, I'm tasting yeah. the orange. You're getting a lot, a lot more. more citrus. You get. Uh, I don't want to mm-hmm. call it like. Because it's not grapefruit, but it's almost like orange pit, like that kind of the... The zest? Like the, not the zest, but like the flesh to it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like that fleshy white part between the peel and the orange itself. Like, you get a little bit more of that. Like where that's, it's a lot more aromatic. That's in really taste. interesting that swirling it adds something to it. Oh, for sure. That's all that yeast. I mean, it's... <laughs> yeah. Which is a crazy Imagine. thing about unfiltered beers like this is that you can add the dregs to it and it just totally changes the flavor yeah um yeah 
Everyone liked that so far? Yeah, yeah that's tasty. Maggie, good, Maggie, good. chug it, chug it. I'm kidding. I don't. Maggie said she's trying not to get drunk tonight, and I said, Lame. good luck. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the times we kind of do this inadvertently. Yeah. Um, Though with everything being so, having such a low ABV, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really worry about it tonight. Uh, we're going to get to our, go ahead and get to our second beer. I'm going to yep. direct Carter to which one we're doing. And, yes. Oh, and just also pop the uh, I mean, I want to open it. Too bad. Why can't I open it? You know, you you've can, already popped it. You can open the back half, Wendy, if you what? want to. Like, you can open the last one. Yeah, I figured you would do that. Carter is mean. I am mean. All right, we are currently uh, <laughs> popping up in our cans of our second Celis beer. White. Uh, Celis White. Uh, an old favorite wow. on the show. I can't even pour. Uh, yeah. This is going to be uh, based off the Who Garden recipe that Pierre Celis developed. Uh, mm-hmm. Clearly, because it was a beer that hadn't really been in the U.S., and he kind of brought it out here in the, uh, I think, 86 was when he introduced it mm-hmm. uh, here in the States. So it's going to have some similarities. Uh, all of these wow. are going to have a lot of similarities, especially so, these first three. What, so the first episode we had this with, um, I don't. what was the theme, the common theme for those? It was just like good it was, they were just for me. beers I thought were going to be six, good right? for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah so six. now having others for comparison... This one has a very similar color to the Who Garden. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's this, a little, it's a little murkier almost. I think it's a little clearer actually. I can actually yeah. see stuff behind I it. I think it's more both bubbly. Blind and more bubbly. You have <laughs> it's the same. <laughs> We're just gonna have differing opinions. Yeah. Also, we have two different yeah. sources, so Not yours true. might be a little murkier than mine. Yeah. I think it um, doesn't have a great head. Uh, mine's kind of sticking around, and mine's, if you kind of swirl it up, yeah, it mine's back. okay. Um, once again, though, it had that kind of rocky l- variations. It was not mm-hmm. like a uniform head like you'll get with a lot of mass-produced beers. But uh, I already know Cel- I like this one. <laughs> Celis White is 4.9 ABV, uh, 14 IBUs. It's brewed right here in Smells Austin, good. Texas, and it's a year-round offering. Uh, I'll just read this. Uh, this isn't just any wheat beer. It's the legendary one. First brewed by world-renowned Belgian brewmaster Pierre Celis in 1965, this signature wit beer sparkles with uh, remnants of coriander and orange peel. It'll take you back to the true taste, the first taste made famous by the legendary father of wit beer. Uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and talk about this. Uh, we talked about the, uh, so the looks me, of it. for me, this one has more of that orange peel smell. Than oh, yeah. definitely. I like, smell the yeah. citrus in the nose. Now that I've, yeah, that I've smelled a couple more beers and actually taken the time to... Notice some of those things. Yeah. This one's much more pronounced than the previous one. Yeah. Way more. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I'm excited. It makes me excited to drink it. Yeah. Um, also, these beers will often at bars and restaurants be served with uh, an orange slice adorning the side of the glass. Mm. Not a fan of that. <laughs> like, I, or at least I'll put it this way. I like to be kind of in control of when fruit goes in my beer. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. If I want it, I'll I'll put it. I'll ask for it. But typically, if you're if you're serving me, just just don't do it. Like yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and give this a taste. I uh, I really a lot like more it. More orange. I was gonna say I still like it. Yeah, no, especially in comparison to the other one. It's interesting yeah. to have these right next to each other because last time we were doing very different beers. Yeah. Um, and then this one, comparing it one to the other. For sure. You get a lot more citron nose. The thing with the Celis White is it, it does have that like ending finish that I'm looking for. Yeah. It's got a very weedy finish. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, definitely. 
uh, which I don't is, really get like spices. Kind of, the other one has yeah yeah this one the spices coriander, yeah this one the, less, the spices aren't quite as forward yeah this one's but, a lot more citrus forward mm-hmm. yeah uh, it's also a lot more I think this is gonna be a lot more familiar and good for like the U S palate mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if that make which is gonna be a lot America more, it's gonna be a lot more fruit heavy U S yeah ah uh, which is I mean that's that's pretty standard I think is, yeah you're gonna see. The difference between like something brewed for the Belgian palate versus something mm-hmm. brewed for the U.S. palate, definitely. Yeah, and it's just yeah, and I think this is one's almost because it's more fruit and citrus forward. It's almost more refreshing. Yeah, I don't know. The other one, I mean, the other one's good. This one's not as creamy. That's true. Yeah. It's definitely this one's more acidic, and I think yeah. that it I all like goes to being more better. citrus forward. Yeah, it's funny that you get the upfront, you get kind of that wheat, you mm-hmm. get. And the citrus, and then the citrus yeah. and acidity glide you through to yeah. the finish. Well, and while Whereas, it is more acidic, I don't necessarily know that it's that much more sour. No, like it doesn't really. It's still neither of them particularly taste very taste. sour at all. Yeah. This one just the citrus notes are there yeah. much stronger. This, it's funny that I was talking about the Hill Garden had a uh, beginning and a middle. This one kind of has a beginning and an end. It doesn't. It kind of glides through and comes to the end. It doesn't like. There's not a particularly strong middle. I don't, yeah. Well. It doesn't have a lot of body to back up. That's true. I think it it's is, a very clean taste, though. It is I've very clean. Taste. Yes. I like it. Maggie? I mean, You're right off the bat. You're just kind of like bat, half smiling. You're like. No, right off the bat, I actually really like the Hoe Garden much more. Wow. Oh, yeah. I know. Wow. It's, it's like y'all said, it's creamier. This one's a little bit lighter. But the back end reminds me a lot of like a Bud Light or a mass produced beer. Yeah. Whereas the Hoe Garden didn't. Mm, that's so. Interesting, interesting. You're wrong, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, all of that's. If I have one point that I want to make in the show, it's that everyone has different, different tastes. tastes. We all have different yeah, tastes, we but we're all in different words. mindsets if, going into each episode. If I could die eating mozzarella sticks, that would be great. Ooh, mozzarella sticks do sound really good yeah. right now, actually. <laughs> I just had some from Sonic. Uh, you jerk! <laughs> Maybe that's why my yeah. mind you know, subconsciously uh, thought of it. No. Uh, yeah. But this is this is really good. I think this is Ooh, so Maggie, maybe more drinkable than the last one too. I I yeah, personally I think I just all around. Yeah, the, I like this one more warm. than the other one. Um, I wasn't crazy about that creamy taste to the other one, mm-hmm. and I think this one is a bit more acidic. Like Carter pointed out, and I want more of my beer than the previous one. Uh, and Maggie actually still has both of them, so we could compare the two. Oh yeah, I, we saw, I saw some of yes. too. Yeah, I uh. They do actually look pretty much the same. I think the whole garden. Is that the whole? Wait, which one's the whole garden? That one. A whole garden's clearer. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I'm trying the whole garden again, compared to the Celis White, and it may it may truly just be like the difference between a bottle and a can. The whole garden may be a little bit light touched, a little bit uh, skunked almost. Like, That's I didn't know if I was crazy or not because, as I mentioned before, I'm not a fan of Corona, and I don't like the skunky taste to it. And I don't know if it's just always me, because to me it's too pronounced. The whole garden, the whole garden had a, it had light a little bit of skunk to it. I thought very slight, and so not. I, and I mean, no, not things, anything not to detract. Yeah, nothing Hogarden, to detract from. It's also one of those things that's just going to happen. Uh, we also should admit that, like, with mm-hmm. Salas White being brewed here in Austin, we're likely getting a much fresher can of it. That's than, true, because especially. With all the liquor stores in here, whenever anything gets a couple months old, they're just going to send it back mm-hmm. and get. Mm-hmm. More uh, get more cases like yeah. Salas yeah. is really good, especially with local distributors about uh, kind of yeah. replacing older cases that haven't sold yet. Cool. Or well, you know, I'm well, a fan of Salas. I was gonna say yeah. Salas White going to this episode. 
I will also say Celis White on draft better than in a can. I think. Yeah, Celis White going to this episode for me at least is still maybe my favorite beer I've had on this podcast. The uh, the oh. the Lolita was really good. Yeah, really. Uh, that was my other favorite probably. But for me, into this, especially an episode about wit beers, it was kind of the one to beat. And yeah. So far, it's still on top. I I'm mean, we're only two beers in, yes. but I'm excited for this next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Saint Bernardus Wit. Which, uh, Wendy, would you, did you do any of your can or label No, because analysis Carter stuff? is doing all of that, well, keeping we, all the cans himself. Well, then, so. Carter, hand Wendy this one, because I do think she should do her can analysis on this. <laughs> Thank you. <gasps> There's a giant W. Let me tell you all. This is the Wendy beer. Ooh, I like, this is an interesting can. So, I, where did you get this at the, there's a label on it. Uh, Total Wine, I think. Ah, so. I think, I know, Maggie was there. Yeah. So yes. I previously said that the when we had the Firestone, the 815, was it? 805? 805. It was a very like intimidating motorcycle-looking can, but mm-hmm. this one... I mean, it is an all-black can. It is. This is also an all-black can, but there's more to it. And I am personally a fan of the font. I uh, I love font like this. Yeah. It's great. So St. Bernardus is there on the side, or at it, least a monkey. It's a friendly, is. smiling man. Excuse me. Give me the thing. I'll Are you going to pour it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's so there are two uh, stamps here, Robbie, on the can. Can you? Oh, fine. Don't. You don't need the. Um. What is the Belgian hop hops? Belgian family brewers. Can you tell us more about that? Uh, no. I have, I know nothing about it actually. <laughs> Let's hope I pour uh, this well. Oh, I didn't even get. Did I get the? It's pop kind of. Can? It's uh. If I had to say or make my best guess, it's kind of like uh. Kind of the the Belgian family brewers thing is. Like our craft brewers association or something, mm-hmm. you know, uh, or brewers association, not, not the CBA. I keep saying the CBA, which is a fake company designed by, uh, Anheuser-Busch to give its acquisitions the appearance of craft, no, let me uh, but the brewers yeah. association is an actual organization that, uh, they do the upside down bottle on independently owned, mm-hmm. uh, breweries, uh, right off the top, this is. A lot more clear. Yeah. The head's yeah. staying. It's a lot more golden as well. It is very golden. Uh, this is uh, one that, looking at it, if you told me this was, uh, this went along with the Hill Garden, uh, like, letting sun fall into your glass, this looks a lot more like that. Yeah, this one, I mean, the way the light hits it, it's got a little bit more of a pronounced. It is more filtered. So yeah. like, so maybe um, we should have swirled this one. I have no idea. What. So is, does it have this? This it has no instructions on it, but it's also a Pierre. It, it was also brewed in collaboration with Pierre Sella, so I assume it also has that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Intent this, to swirl. This doesn't have the we saw the, half the, a can the, as much of a murkiness it. as the previous two. Yeah. But it still has that like bluish greenish tint to it. So their their little uh, company copy for it. This traditional wit beer has been developed in cooperation with master brewer Pierre Sellis, the godfather of Hoogarden and Sellis White. This beer as well uh, as well has a second fermentation in the bottle, giving this beer its specific taste. Uh, it's five point five percent ABV, ten IBUs. It's brewed in Belgium year round. Yeah, it is extremely citrus forward in the smell. Oh my gosh! Really? That, that's like. I thought I'm not getting any. It's very tropical in the smell. Maybe not quite all citrus. Smelling maybe some like pineapple or some. uh, Yeah, mine's just very very fruit forward in the aroma. I get something like maybe a papaya or something. It's like not not orange. It's like 
it's interesting that I'm getting a tropical scent that's not quite mm-hmm. orange. Maybe some but mango, maybe some pineapple, not, or something in there. Not nearly as like either malted or like spiced yeah. as the other two. Very interesting. Very very fruit forward. So it's yeah. Go ahead and go in for a right. taste. I'll let you guys go for that. Uh, but yeah, this is. I'm excited to try this one. I've actually never had the Saint Bernard's wit. I've had oh other Saint Bernard's beers that are. It's very fantastic. different. Yeah, I like it a lot. It is very tropical. Which is strange. Oh my! I agree. It does it's taste like tropical. Juicy. It ta- yeah, it tastes almost like a fruit juice. Yeah, that's got <laughs> which like is a, weird. Like I, the front end, I, I hate to compare drinks to other drinks, like alcoholic drinks to non-alcoholic drinks. Yeah, it's got almost like a Capri Sun yeah. tropical berry. It's blast weird. Or it's got it's like got a weird like front flavor to it. Trop- I don't know about berry blast, but it's got a weird like tropical. Yeah, whatever the head, I don't know what all is, the Capri Sun flavors are. Maggie's looking at me like, yes, you do. And I don't well, know. No, I'm just like, I'm a Kool-Aid kid. Wow. No, I'm thinking of like, uh, those are, uh, Capri Sun just makes me think of like artificial fruit flavorings. You I, do get that wheat at the end though. Mm-hmm. To me, it still tastes pretty weedy. Yeah. Oh, for sure. This I mean, is the maybe the most complex of the three that we've had so far. Yeah. Of the three we've had, this is definitely the most complicated. Yeah. Um, I I really like this. I like though. it. It's definitely the most bitter, I think, too. Yeah, which is weird. It's the least IBUs actually of the night. Or no, there's one more with less IBUs. It's got, I think, kind of an odd aftertaste. What is yeah, I want to ask because for me when I drink it, I get like Robbie says, maybe like something like papaya or red in or something. A weird creamy like I don't get fruit. the spice. No, yeah. I don't I almost get no but spice. But I don't know what that finishes that kind of just like cinches it. It's very just kind of bitter, I think. Which is weird. This is an anomaly of a beer. I like it, but it's just... It, I love this. It's very off-putting. I, yeah, like, because it's not... Because for me, it's not like a hoppy or hoppy or whatever. It makes it like a, a, a bitter, like high IB or anything. Or if that's the malt. It's just... It's yeah, it but end. it's just like whatever it is that's like finishing the taste of the beer or washing it away. It's just, <laughs> Figure it out. Com- it's confusing, almost like for bitterness. It's like our true crime, except we're trying to figure out the profile of this beer. <laughs> All right, what five was its foot. Motivation? <laughs> yeah, I tried to get some like more suspended yeast in here. Uh, it may also be because this isn't a can mm-hmm. that it's not doing great secondary fermentation. It's possible. Well, I'm not even. I like, like the can. It's it doesn't even cute. get murkier when I like well, swirl it mm-hmm. up or anything like that. When I say well, do we cute, know it has cute. suspended yeast in it? Yeah, it should because okay. all wit beers typically have it. I don't. Know. I'm just saying because it looks so filtered. Yeah, I don't know odd. if they. Filter it out. I doubt that they do. It's, it doesn't seem... It's very anti-Belgian beer to do that already. That's true. And this is a true Belgian beer. But it is a not particularly foggy beer. It's interesting, though, because it de- that it is developed with by Celis, and it's so different, if that makes more? sense. Like, to be so different and be developed in collaboration with yeah. beer Celis. The other it's two had like a, some taste of citrus, yeah. and like the Celis was very citrus-forward, but this one didn't... Taste very citrusy. There's other fruits or something. It's like he took the uh, Celis White or the Who Garden recipe and just had fun with it. Like, yeah, it's just very fruity. Yeah, but the the I figured out how to describe the typeface. Yeah, very much like a Celtic, like 
tavern or if you ever played town at salem yeah you know puritan yeah. oh all of the people saint, gotta what, know the saint the saint barnabas font no not that but the, the wit the, the, the word, wit, wit. The wit font all wit. the saint bernardus stuff tends to have this kind of uh font to it i can show you some of that mm-hmm. during our break wait, wait. uh maggie what do you think about this one i am enjoying it you're enjoying definitely it definitely better than Celis. yeah i love the finish it just kind of fades out versus the Celis mm-hmm. is very kind of in your face that's true with the finish it had a hard ending this mm-hmm. was the the fade out of the, the song fading out the party's still going on somewhere else kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah i could drink a glass of this i personally no doubt. for me i like the Celis more than this one just because this has to me that creamy like taste or texture that like the whole garden had. Yeah. And I once again I think the cellus is a little more well balanced. Um because like I said, this one has that kind of like weird bitter note at the end. None yeah. of it particularly pronounced, but yeah. when we're getting into the nitty-gritty, um yeah, there's a weak, kind of an odd bitter note and just the kind of jarring tropical nose on it. Yeah. And like well, that's the fun thing about uh, having, you know, six wit beers yeah. back to back to back. But is we're going to start noticing those differences. Yeah, but I do really, really like it. Yeah. Uh, with that, I think that's a good point to go ahead and take a little yeah, break. We'll take a break. Yeah. Welcome back to Tapheads, everybody. <laughs> who, en- who enjoyed that break right there? Commercial. Thank you to our sponsors. We really appreciate your support. Thank you, insert sponsor here. Uh, we only have Anchor at the moment. Thank cool. you, Do you want Anchor. me to do an Anchor ad? Hi. Does thank your you for boat listening. need to stop? Anchor. <laughs> <laughs> Does your boat keep running away? Anchor it down with Anchor today. Uh, so we've already poured our uh, next beer here. Woo! Um, just getting ahead of the game. Uh, this next one yeah. is uh, <laughs> beer Blue Moon Belgian beer humor. Blue Moon Belgian White from uh, Miller Coors. Uh, I'm not going to pretend that Blue Moon's its own company because it's not. It, it never Blue was. Moon. And it also has awful head. It never was. It's. It's. Uh, <laughs> we poured this out. I. I don't know if the carbonation's just gone from this. There is no head on this whatsoever. I almost grabbed the 16 ounce, like, uh, no, like the aluminum bottle, 16 yeah. ounce ones. I didn't want to buy two of those. There was no reason to. Insert vine reference and, here. No head. Yeah. So no head on this. Uh, this is. I'm just gonna put together what they say here. A wheat beer brewed for, uh, with Valencia orange peel for subtle sweetness and bright citrus aroma. I know from their commercials. Yes. Everyone, uh, Every bottle of Blue Moon is yeah. brewed with real Valencia oranges. Stop it. We have to, or they're going to offer to pay for this episode. Oh, no. I have We'd a, lose all street cred. I have a sneaking suspicion they won't like my opinions on it, but I have uh, had Blue Moon before. Everyone's had Blue Moon before. It's, <laughs> it's a very good gateway beer. Yeah, it's uh, fine. Murkier than the uh, St. Bernardus, It though. is pretty murky. Um, the get, I'm going to say it just smells like a beer to me. It just smells like a Coors yeah. or a Bud Light or a, a regular beer. A it lot doesn't more, really have a particularly... It's a lot more orangey in the me. actual I think like, it's look. still citrus there's a, a bit. Little, there's, there's a little, yeah, there's citrus. A little, there's a little there. There's a little citrus to it. This one, though, it The, the look is a lot has, more orange. It's yeah, it has the murky color or like like touch to it, but it's, yeah, it's a little more orange. 
Our smell, our smells really orange, actually. Maggie and I's bottle. Ours has like ours is slight. a slight orange. There's some maltiness to it, but it's mostly orange on ours. Ooh, I just like sloshed some on myself. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, that tastes like a blue moon. Um, as always, I think with blue moon, very standard. Heavily malt forward. Very malt, very weedy. Not um, not a lot of orange in the taste. Nope. If I'm gonna like really try and dissect this, I get a little bit of like white pepper almost. Mm. Uh, not... sure. It's spicier than the nose indicates. That's for true. Sure. Uh, despite this being our other bottle, this one, at least from what yeah, I can tell, has no skunk to it. No. That's that's always good. Uh, Wendy, what do you think? I'm so sorry. I'm caught up in trying to figure out to make sure we get Jonas Brothers tickets. <laughs> Wendy's trying really hard to get his tickets. <laughs> Shout out to Johnny. I love him so much. All right. Um, but uh, yeah, it's like very, very weedy, which I like because oh, I wait, like taste. I like the wheat yeah. taste. But uh, I saw the face Maggie made. Just go ahead and tell yeah, us. Yeah, please tell us. Oh, it's a beer I describe as if I have to drink it, I guess I will. But well, you have to. Welcome I'd to the rather show. not. <laughs> I mean, she didn't finish the other one, so. Uh, this is one I do want an orange with. <laughs> yes, I think I would take an orange with this as well. Yeah. Preferably not a terribly sour one. Yeah. I think they, something with a little bit of sweetness is kind of bitter. Yeah. I want a mandarin orange. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, from the juice. It's yeah. like the packaged grocery store mandarin orange. Just... Which I kind of see why they're like, every every glass of Blue Moon comes with its own Valencia orange. Yeah. Whatever with it. Mm-hmm. Orange gar- garnished yeah. with an have orange done, slice. Have they done like a It's a Wonderful Life type thing? Like every time a, a bar door rings, a blue moon gets its orange or something? I don't know. Like, but they do make a point of being like, they garnish every blue moon with an orange slice. Okay, to yeah. To make it fancy. All to right. make it fancy. But I'm like, yes, I feel like it's to required. To mask the, the god-awful taste yeah, here. Which I think isn't good. Like you shouldn't need the garnish. Well, that's like, I mean... They're owned by Miller and Coors, who both uh, boast that you should drink their beers ice cold. That's true. <laughs> Which is just to freeze out any taste of anything. Like, have you ever had like a like a lukewarm Miller or yes. something? <laughs> and then suddenly good. you can taste the malt and the hops, and you're uh-huh. like, oh, this is just really low quality. Yeah. <laughs> like, so Wendy with the W's back. She tried the beer. Um, I because I wasn't paying attention to the first part you guys said. There's no sweetness to this. <laughs> yeah, no, like you said, no. it's just bare. It's wheat and which bitterness. It's, yeah, very which, much, which, very commercial in that it's like you have your beer profile, which is like standard, yeah. a little bitter, a little this, a little that. But then where did that citrus then, flavor like, go? Wheat. Like there's a hint of the smell it the smell of it had like some like like citrus. Okay, th- so I didn't give any of the information. This is uh, brewed in Denver, Colorado, year round. Uh, uh, 5.4 ABV, nine IBUs, so no bitterness like at all. I think it's just I think it's just the maltiness in it. Yeah. Um. So this is I, I like putting blue. I wanted to put Blue Moon in the show rather than mm-hmm. grabbing like an Alaskan Wit or uh, Adelbert's Naked Nun, which is another great one that's also local. Yeah. Uh, I grabbed this because everyone's had it, and then my favorite thing in the beer world is when you meet somebody who maybe their only craft experience has been uh, maybe a Goose Island IPA and definitely Blue Moon, and yeah. then you hand them something like a Cellus White or a Garden or something, and you just watch their eyes light up as they get something that's familiar but yeah. also 
So much better. I will say, and I think it's just because I like the wheat taste so much, there is a very pronounced wheat taste in the Blue Moon that I am here for. Fine, eat it. But Eat it. <laughs> that's probably the only good thing I can say about yeah, it. Yeah, but there's like, it. I, I feel like the beers so far we've had have had some slight citrus or tropical or fruit taste and scent to it. This one... The smell does not match the taste of the beer. No, it, to me, once again, you can taste the mass production. It's not. Yeah. Mass production. You don't, have you, you don't had more like, than one sip of this? I've had three sips. You don't feel like it there's a lot of. It does not look like it. Yeah, you don't feel like there's a lot of like care put into the crafting no. of it. No, this was definitely a beer brewed in the early 90s to uh, kind of trick the early craft movement. You know, yeah. it was like I said, it was brewed under this fake company, the Blue Moon Brewing Company. That was a recipe developed by a real brewer who was trying his mm-hmm. best and, you know, made something that is actually perfectly drinkable and widely accepted across the United yeah. States as a perfectly fine beer. I was going to say, it is extremely drinkable. So, um, but it was definitely created to uh, confuse the early craft also beer drinker. Also, 100% something I would want to drink with food. I don't know that I would just I want drink one of these on my own. I would not buy this and have this, yeah. I would, I would want to have some kind of meal with it. What I could see it at a grill. Me, I could see it, you know. You know what this makes anything. me think of is uh, like a Buffalo Wild Wings or something. Yes, yeah. very wing heavy. And that may just be because that was the first time I probably E-dubs. had a Blue Moon was like at like a Buffalo Wild Wings or something. E-dubs. Yeah. Uh, Blue Moon. I'm gonna finish it, but I'm not. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely finish it. I Maggie, mean, I poured the rest of the bottle, so I'm gonna finish yeah. it. Did you, but did you drink it at all? I, I did. I promise. And you just swear you just didn't. You weren't feeling it. No, yeah, I don't. All right, I don't really care for Hand it. Hand it over. You can have the rest, Wendy. Yeah. Take it away. Beer, 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 beer. That is the beer. name of the game. Beer, beer, beer. It's the name of the game. Stop that. We don't have to pay for that. Uh, excuse me, people don't know what song I'm singing. <laughs> da, na, 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 na. They can put the All right, Robbie. together. What's the next beer we're drinking? Uh, I'm going to finish this Blue Moon real quick. Sure. Uh, Maggie, do you want to tell me, what was your first experience with beer? Um, and be honest, it's totally fine. We're all of age here. But I do have I, a cop standing by. Yeah, there's, like, there's a cop standing by outside, just in case. I think I remember trying my dad's favorite beer, which is Killian's Irish Red. Wait. Which is... What? Killian's yeah, Irish Red? It's a good beer. What? No, no, yeah. no. Not that anything bad. But I'm like, man, my... The, the first time I had a beer ever, obviously when I was a child, because dads are weird, my dad gave me a coarse light. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Mine was okay. a Shiner Bock because my dad exclusively drinks Shiner Bock. Yeah. Robbie, what about you? My first beer, I think, may have been um, honestly a Corona, probably. Okay, uh, cool. I then didn't try beer again for a couple of years after that until I snuck some on a cruise that my family went on uh, <laughs> where I had an Alaskan beer. So my second beer ever was actually a craft beer that was, it was a lager style, so I still wasn't quite into it because it still tasted a lot like beer to me. Uh, but I eventually got into craft beer and was uh, really fond of it. All right. Oh, uh, we're pulling, we're pouring out our next uh, beer, which is before we start. Wendy, hold on. Look at the top. It's got an indent for your finger to actually go. All right, losers. But I'm doing this the cool way. I'm so. It's sh- designed 
with innovation in mind. Why would you ruin it? Because I don't know. I'm going to pour it just to spite you. That's totally fine. Do it. Do the hard, heavy lifting work for me. This um, uh, next beer is uh, Hitachino Nest White Ale. That sounds Japanese. It is Japanese. Konnichiwa. Okay, just know, don't ever, if you anyone's listening and wanting to pronounce things the way I pronounce them, don't do it, because sometimes I do it wrong. Um, what, about, what, if we're, what if we're talking about Spanish? Oh, well, even then, I'm really bad. I mean, like, I'm fluent, but... I'm not great at stressing um, vowels in the place that they belong. She are. also posts uh, Facebook and Instagram posts where she doesn't put uh, accent. accent marks. Robbie, so funny story. I posted for Mother's Day, Happy Mother's Day in Spanish. I was like, I was like, thank you to my parents for always being the best, and I, Happy Mother's Day, Mom. And Robbie sent me this because the exact translation. If you don't put an accent on the word papas or papas. Okay, so yeah, so if you don't put the accent on papas, it just writes it as papas, and it translates straight to potatoes. It's like, I love my potatoes. <laughs> I love my potatoes. They work so hard for me. Or something like that. It was like, oh my goodness. It was fantastic. Yeah. I, sent, I do uh, love my potatoes and my parents. And then Facebook was just like, rate this translation, and I was like, 100%. <laughs> it just proves I That's why I like accents. my papas fritas. <laughs> my fried parents. All right, but we're not talking about potatoes today. We're talking we're about t- Hitachino Nest White Woo. Ale. Uh, it's 5.5 ABV, 13 IBUs. Hmm. It's brewed in Japan. Interesting scent. Uh, this wheat ale is brewed with wheat malt and flavored with coriander, orange peel, and nutmeg. Please get, enjoy the soft and flavorful taste. I get all of that in the scent. Oh, the nutmeg is heavy in that scent. I get pretty much everything. I get the citrus, I get the nutmeg, I get the coriander. The head disappeared nearly oh, yeah. immediately. Yes. I mean, it had a good head and then it just vanished. Yeah, it had it had a really solid head. It just is And I'm thinking I'm looking into it more. I think it may be the taster glasses that we're using. It's possible. Just because it's we maybe need to like actually have like pint tulip glasses and then just pour a little bit in each. Tulips. But I love we can tulips. talk about that off the air about the logistics of the show. All right, back to the beer tasting. The scent is actually I'm really intrigued by it. I love. I this am scent. very curious to try it. Uh, it's pretty clear for a wit beer. Mm-hmm. It's not totally murky. Like it's not totally see through, but it's yeah. You had to really hold it up to the light to catch those like. Uh, to catch the same color shades as I was the, say, the I can see one. my fingers through but, it on the other side of the glass. But like yeah. on its so, own, like it has like a more it's yellow. It's definitely to one it. of the. Cl- I'd put it on the clearer side. More golden too. Than Very golden, yes. Yeah. But I'm excited to try this. Let's uh, go it's ahead. All right, Maggie. Got, it's got, you what did I teach par- you? You can see the particulate in it. You can see yeah. the. Drink I don't know, Wendy. Remember, we have a huge fan base who loves ASMR. Oh, that's right. So you had to make sure they hear you drink the beer, so they know that you're experiencing the beer. I, uh, so, all right. Ready? ready? We can do it at the same time. Three, three, two, one. I don't know how I feel about it. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> That's a good word to describe it. I uh, don't. It's got a very kind of wait. dark flavor. If that makes sense. I don't know. If I, I'm <laughs> getting a lot of like soap almost. I want. I yeah. want to see what Maggie has to say because she verbally <laughs> let she out went, a reaction. <laughs> what do you I'm think? right off the bat not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know. I just don't like it. That's, that's pretty much it. On second sip, that soapiness kind of subsides. I get more of that nutmeg, a little more spice to I was it. I say, it is very, to me, spice heavy. It's interesting. I'm, there's kind of a subtle citrus note and then a weird bitter ending. 
and I'm not getting the weird bitter ending. I'm definitely catching the bitter ending. Yeah, mine's got a weird. <laughs> Even when I ending. yeah, when I go back and have more, how what was the IBU on this? Uh, this is only 13 IBUs, which is yeah, but I'm definitely catching more bitterness. Which, I don't know if that's because um, we've at this point we this is our fifth beer, yeah. and it's just kind of starting to pile up in the back of our palate, kind of thing. Yeah, maybe um, a little if bit. The water's not cleansing it enough. Maybe we should get some ginger. Yeah, I gave myself a, like a kind of swished some water yeah, around it. Yeah, but it's definitely, to me at least, has a kind of a weird bitter ending. I I also taste that. I get what you're saying. It's also, I mean, like, I have a hard time with this because I drink, you know, hundred IBUs, that's true. IPAs, and stuff like that. Like that's. I'm yeah. Bitter is. I'm not a huge fan of mm-hmm. like bitter as a flavor, yeah. and so I really well, try to avoid it. So I'm pretty sensitive so, to it. Yeah, all of these things to me have been very not bitter at all. Is there? Do you catch sense of like maltiness to this or not? I like, catch the maltiness. I catch a, the there's wheat. A, yeah. There's a degree of maltiness. So, yeah, and so the that wheat is me. not super forward to me. No, it's almost yeah. a little bit floral. Is anybody getting like kind floral, of a bit of like hibiscus? Of. Yeah, so that's what I'm wondering if maybe that's what's making me feel like it's yeah. bitter. I think like, that's more in the, the aroma, too, as you get kind of a, a floral and the aroma. Yeah. I'm I'm a fan of this beer. Oops, sorry, Wendy. I just spilled a little on bit my on my laptop. Here. My on, laptop. Not even on the keys, just on the trackpad. That's totally fine. If you hold my laptop up to the light and you get wipes, because every time I try to clean the keyboard, I always get oil or something back on it. Body yeah. oils. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm anyway, so glad we're doing this together, guys. I like this beer. I feel yeah. very middle of the pack for me I already. I don't dislike it, is what I'll say. But I don't love it. I like it more than the Blue Moon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't give you Blue Moon um, to really try. <laughs> Sorry, that's mean. It has just as good of a shot as every beer in this. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather drink Blue Moon personally. Really? Tell us about it, Maggie. Oh, I don't know. It's just very, like, one note with a bunch of spice and then nothing. It's not very complex. Yeah. Or weedy. I personally, and I I wish I could taste the whole garden again, but I kind of like this more than the whole garden because to me it has more of a stronger finish or, like, some cinch to it. I I could drink this with some sushi. I could honestly, like, I mean, this is yeah. made for the Japanese palate for sure. But like I could like it would go well with some ginger, with some wasabi, like all the you know ingredients here, like like some eel sauce or something. Like so a- totally unrelated, and I'm gonna say it anyways because I'm I started this sentence. Uh, yes, the you other didn't have day, to. but I did. So the other day when we went to all go eat at that one restaurant, Fireball or something. Yeah, I tasted yesterday. a hot mustard. Literally, yesterday. this is literally yesterday. Okay, cool. So I ha- well, people don't know. Anyways, I had the hot mustard. You know, the I like day. poured it because I didn't That's know what kind of sauce it was, and I dipped my finger and tasted it, and immediately hated it because I don't like the taste of wasabi. Whatever the the this oh, sauce. Oh, I love or, hot mustard. Well, I didn't like it, and then literally yesterday, the rest of that day after dinner, and today, I was like, oh, I bit something awful at dinner dinner yesterday, and I can't get that taste off my mouth. Your palate's just been wrecked from it. Yes, but now, but like I had like breakfast tacos this morning so i was good but the whole night i like would wake up and i'm like oh what did i eat and i was like almost like i bit into a bam like a bamboo shoot or something and she's like what has (laughs) this is a great story for (laughs) great radio (laughs) podcasting 
Totally has everything to do with beer. Uh, haters gonna hate. I'm here for the fans. Um, living my life. But yeah, thank you, beer. Look at all this beer you have to drink yeah. for you, Wendy. Uh, excuse me, I chugged three beers or the three tasting glasses this, during the break. I mean, like, and not now to I'm like harp on like three. the fact that this is, you know, we kind of talked about like the <laughs> Salis White versus the Who Garden, uh, and whether like one was made for the Belgian palate, one was made for the U.S. palate, kind of thing. Oh, this was definitely made for like Japanese consumption first and foremost. Yeah. Like this has kind it of it is pretty consistent with the other Japanese beers I've had. It's it's got like an umami quality to it, almost mm-hmm. like a umami. Yeah. You want to say that again? To a umami. We had to restart because uh, <laughs> Carter said something slightly Very mean about Belgians in a clearly facetious tone. But we're gonna keep uh, Wendy's accent here. No, but that's because if you watch this anime, Food Wars, they say the word umami so many times. <laughs> Carter's laughing, but you should all watch it. Great anime, beautifully like drawn and colored and done. Oh, speaking of drawn and colored, tell us about the can, Wendy. Oh yeah, yeah it does have a nice can. 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 It does have an impressive can. I did not even notice like. It, any like not even I, the Japanese it, lettering. The owl on it is like the the what's the one that does the sours? Uh, Blue owl. Blue owl. Yeah. I said that to to Robbie too. It and looks it, like the same owl. I yeah. Which I, if I were Blue owl, <laughs> I'd be like uh. Yeah, I thought. Although it was one of these has been around since 1996, and the other one has not. That's that's I, that's true. So whichever came first. I thought this was like a Blue owl cl- collaboration or something, and it no. wasn't. But like the the giant text on this can says white ale, and it's like very like disco. Funky font, and I was like, "Oh, interesting collab." Yeah, uh, but no. But if you really, oh, I did not notice this before. Like, this is a very blue, almost like an interestingly like Japanese style camo done to the can. But at the very bottom, you can see like the homes or like a city line, like in like Japanese homes. It's pretty cute. Um, the instructions are all in, in English because America. Heck yeah, Carter. What do you think? Yeah, no, I see. It's got a little interesting little, like, home on the bottom. Ale brewed with spices and orange juice. Not really picking up the orange juice. (laughs) But I'll take your word for it. Um, It's got the characters at the top. I mean, yeah, it's on the can. It says it's a refreshing, mildly hopped, wit beer brewed with coriander, nutmeg, orange peel, and fresh orange juice. Yeah, I'm not getting any orange juice in that. Not at all. It is citrusy, fruity, tart flavors, make it a unique Japanese interpretation of the Belgian wit beer style. Well, it's, um, it, I feel I like don't it does hold, agree, but you don't think it, it tastes like a Belgian beer? I or mean, have it those... tastes. I mean, obviously, it has a wit beer taste. Yeah, but it is not to me, at least. It it definitely this is the most one. This is the most like, oh, we're trying to make a wit beer. This is what it should smell and taste like. Well, that's what I want to have. Now that makes me want to try more Japanese beer so I can compare it to that. Because to me, if I was like doing something, so like with the Kolsch style, or if it's like something inspired by something, then I would. Why can't you just open the can like a regular person? Because I'm in the middle of a conversation. Anyways, Uh, I think it has those tastes that remind you of the whipped beer. But I'm interested in maybe the Japanese style is what makes it different, and we don't get the full piece yeah. of that. Uh, Hitachino Nest does a number of beers. Uh, they're f- actually brewed by the uh, Kayuchi Brewery. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing all of these things right. Who cares? Uh, I'm trying. I feel like the Japanese probably care. 
I'm trying. I'm trying my best. Sayonara. Um, <laughs> what? That was an actual word. It is. It is. You just tried. Just domo origato, Mr. Roboto. Yo. Hell I, yeah. Okay. Also, another quick unrelated tangent. What? No. I mean, no. it's unrelated. Asian languages. I, I learned Korean, but whenever I speak, I'm very, like, emotional and, you know, put a lot of, like, tone or not not necessarily tone but like putting your k-drama spin on it and even that I just you know me wendy has like feeling in everything and so my professor would stop me in the middle of like class like speaking out loud reading and be like stop singing because i would be like and like konnichiwa and all these things and were you saying konnichiwa in your korean class no i wasn't but the point is is that i would sing quotation marks you can't see it but I would sing things, and she would stop me, and I was wrong. So, yeah. Thank you for yeah, letting me do that. Yeah, stop doing that. So, uh, we just poured our final beer of the night. Uh, Avery Brewing Company, White Rascal. Uh, it's brewed. This is from Boulder, Colorado. It's a year-round offering. Uh, text, they've got really good distribution. So, this, uh, pretty much all of these are going to have really good distribution. So, I'm excited for our listeners to either drink along or to go out and try these themselves. Um, but Avery Brewing Company is from Boulder, Colorado. This is a year-round offering. Uh, it's 5.6 ABV and 22 IBUs uh, to read their little copy for it. An authentic Belgian-style white ale. This rascal is unfiltered and cleverly spiced with coriander and curacao orange peel, producing a refreshingly zesty classic ale. Zesty? Very zesty. There we go. Are you uh, hinting at who you're planning to bring on the show in soon? This, nope. I don't know if my if my nose is shot, but this has no scent to me whatsoever. It, it, I think your it nose has is shot. A scent. Yeah. There's a ton of orange peel in ours, at least. Okay, I get a citrus note, but almost I'm nothing else. I'm getting more I banana, think, actually. Are you getting a lot I'm of banana? Picking up some I banana. think my nose is shot now. Yeah. This me, one is definitely more opaque yeah. than the last one. Yeah. A good little word. lighter, this is more actually, yellow. This feels like a good return to uh, today's tap the Who Garden of the day. and uh, opaque. This feels like a good You're return welcome. to the Who Garden and Celis White, kind of in the at least the color and uh, everything like that. Um, I'm loving the nose on this. Actually, I'm getting a lot of that banana you were talking about. Uh, I brought this up with Carter. Wish I could smell it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but it's that's just gone. literally me. Uh, for most try of these. smelling like. Those marigolds behind you first. Oh, that's smart. Just like kind of almost cleansing yeah. your nose palate. Wait, what does that smart. mean? I also, mean, just can, sometimes can you... you, you'll get uh, no, like... Nose blind? Yeah, kind of nose blind. Do you want to explain why we have so many marigolds? No. No. Okay. We, we can just have marigolds. They're, they're a pretty um, common, plant. common plant. You should get some coffee beans for everyone yeah. to smell. No, I should. Thing. I really should. I've been thinking I about that. I smell the marigolds. <laughs> Are you just congested? Oh, is no. it? Is it, it might be that, but I wasn't earlier. So in the last like ten minutes, party's been drinking a lot. I guess. You I also you showered right before that. That'll clear out your sinuses, and then like you may know. just finally be. It's. I think. It I think I'm done for. It's all right. I'm gonna taste it and try my best. Drink some water before you. Taste I did. It. Yeah. yeah, I just chugged a whole bunch of water. There's definitely a scent. I can feel my like. I can feel my tongue getting palate fatigue too. I like it. <laughs> I like this. Very citrusy. I like that. Very citrus forward. Oh my gosh, yeah, you're right. Not super bitter. Very refreshing. Um, Actually, I really like that because it, it washes over with like the citrus, the orange peel. Yeah. And then you feel that, you kind of get that coriander at the end there. An appropriate amount of acidity, I think. 
a yeah. good mm-hmm. a good kind of profile altogether. This like is yeah. super good. Yeah, good beginning, middle, and it. end. It's yeah. a nice full body. I wasn't sure how this was gonna do as our last beer of the evening because I've I've tended to give you guys like special beers at the end and like I wasn't sure what we were gonna do with a you know with the style show, but this yeah. is. You know, I didn't have like a barrel aged wit beer to give <laughs> yeah. you or anything. This has a very interesting can to it. Yeah. This is like the devil's the like uh, young goofy brother. I think it's just the devil. <laughs> well, this devil has an ugly goatee. It's not a. F- that is kind of part of the devil. Anyways, um, white rascal. It's a very clean look and it has like three traits authentic, zesty, and mischief. I, uh, yeah, I really like this. I like this. I'll be honest. I'm trying to think if I like this more than the Cellus, because what I like about this one and the Cellus is that they have a more acidic like finish to it, and like a like not not it's not even a strong punch, but the other ones had just like a dull like creamy texture or just taste to it, and I like having a bit more acidity to it. Yeah, you definitely get orange peel in this one, which is oh 100 percent. Which like other some of the other ones we had tonight, I think you get like a. A hint of orange peel or like, you know, distant citrus. This one's definitely, you know, like I said, it's, it feels real balanced. It's good. This is really good. Any other thoughts? This is definitely my favorite of the night, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. I like We it's, have a winner. It's super balanced. So it's like, it is very it's creamy balanced, and weedy, yeah. but it's not so heavy and weedy that it's mm-hmm. going to like fill you up fast. But it has that good citrus and spice to it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one I to really me, like I think this and the Celis are the only ones that have like a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. On their, on their taste. This, this is really, really good. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I was a fan of this beer beforehand, too, but I, I wasn't sure if it, how it was going to do. Wow. <laughs> uh, Carter. I Sorry, I just caught you off guard as you took a sip. Yes. Never. Uh, we've Can come to the end of our night. We've no! drank all six of our beers. Luckily, no! I have a ranking in mind. Do you have a ranking? It was pretty easy. Yeah? Um. So my numbers, we did six beers. All of them are drinkable. None of these beers are ones that I'm like, I'm never going to drink this again. Oh, for sure. Well, um, you love wit beers, too. That's There's true. not. So my number six, surprise, surprise, Blue Moon. Ooh, I, I'm kidding. It I just tastes cheap. <laughs> it yeah. tastes mass produced. You are not some cheap harlot, Carter, so you're right. You. You know what you are. Yeah. This is the first supportive thing that Wendy's ever said to <gasps> on this podcast. Thank you, you so much. This, yeah, you can we edit this, this out record? later? I think <laughs> we have to maintain. We have to maintain that they think she this, hates me. Yes, because I'm a very hateful person. We definitely don't go hang out after this, having a lot of fun. Yeah, I never talk Any, to Carter after no, this. No, never ever. But anyways, continue with your beer ranking. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then it's probably the Hitachino. Um. I don't know what it was about the hit. It, I liked it because it was very characteristic, but it just hit me weird. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, then the whole garden. The whole garden to me is the most generic. It's very drinkable. It was the most that tasted like water to me. Like it didn't have a particularly characteristic flavor. Yeah. It had a pretty good front, but not a particularly good, you know, ending. And had a, the body was fine. It was very. That's the most middle of the pack for me. Yeah. And then it's like the bottom three, and then like a jump, and then the top three, which I loved. Yeah. Uh, the wit was fantastic. Um, the St. Really, Bernardus? Yeah, the St. Bernardus wit. Um, 
really good. Because these are all the wit. If you're just that's also true. I was just looking at the can and it's, it's like wit really big. Um, and then, then the white rascal, I think, and then the Celis white. And the white rascal and the Celis white are very very close. But I think to me, the white rascal is a little bit heavier than the Celis. Yeah. And I don't know that the wheat, it could, once again, be my palate's just a little shot, but I don't know that the wheat's as forward in the Rascal as it is in the Cellus. I will say that the White Rascal, just even looking at the numbers here, is kind of a Cellus White turned up to 11 almost. Yeah. Because it's got, I mean, you're shooting from 4.9 ABV in the Cellus White and 14 IBUs up to 5.6 and 22 IBUs. Yeah. You're just turning up a lot so it is probably going to be a lot yeah. heavier of a beer so it's a little bit heavier than the cellus and it's just the cellus to me is almost a like a perfect beer for me because it's like light wee refreshing but also not dull like it's not like a boring taste it has exciting notes in it but you can also pair it with other stuff yeah um it's also it's my go-to summer. I was going to say, it's going to be, yeah. In this summer season, it's hot outside. You're like, if you you want something light and refreshing, you don't want a heavy Austin beer. this is not one of your go-to summer beers, like, I can think of a few. There's Einhorn from uh, mm-hmm. uh, Austin Beer Works, which is a Berliner Weiss, which is really good. That's uh, really light and stuff. And Celis White, which... Those are both going to be everywhere during the summer. And they should be. If you live in Austin and those aren't your go-tos for the summer... Yeah, I need to check out if Einhorn. Still, yeah, if you're still drinking five one two pecan porter in June, <laughs> Hell I, no. I feel so bad for you. No. It's a good beer, but I wait till like at least September before I start drinking that again. Oh, also throw in live oak hefeweizen. It's I love lycos. It's live my. Oaks it's hefeweizen. my. It also sustains me from June to uh, August. It's for me the hefeweizen from live oak is very like a year oh, round, class. year it's, round, and it's like it's to me. I mean, this is kind of a tangent, but it to me is one of the most like I love hefeweizens, um, and it's one of the most easily drinkable ones. I think. No, I'm excited to have you on our hefeweizen show um, in the future. Yeah. Wendy. What's up? Give Wendy us your with an Um, Confession. I may have drunk too much. Not confession. You, you may have Let drunk too much? Yes, she because... Definitely drunk too much. Wait, do I need to enunciate more? No, you're good. Thank you. Just drunk too much is not correct. <gasps> oh. You have drank too much. You drank. I've consumed too all much right. liquor. I have, I have consumed have, too much alcohol. All right, that's not because of drinking, but that's a different English um, issue that I have. Anyways, it's fine. Um, sorry, did we all just make fun of her? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's totally fine. Wow, I'm, I'm <laughs> I can't believe you would do this by yourself, and not, I'm not. I involved learned at all English as a sing- second language, and I have feelings about some of these words that I've learned. But back to the ranking: what matters at most? Beer. So my number six, Copy Carter. Surprise, surprise. Blue Moon. Um, it did not have the body or the taste to actually match the smell of it. And it was just, and like Carter said, none of these beers are bad and not drinkable, but Blue Moon is very disappointing. I would not want to pay for that beer. Yeah. Um, next. I'm going to, let oh, me say what okay. my piece for Blue Moon, just because mm-hmm. I don't want to say it again when it comes to my turn. Yeah. It's a great airport bar beer. Yes. It's going to be everywhere. I mean, it definitely has more flavor than like some choice. of the more generic beers. Yeah. But if, in like comparison to the ones that we're doing right now, if it's on a lineup with like some of the previous beers that we've had, it doesn't have a like 
complex flavor profile to it or, you know, nothing that stands out from it. That being said, I have three beers that are like airport bar beers that are at every airport bar in the country. Mm. And that's going to be Blue Moon's there. Angry Orchard Hard Cider tends to All be right. on tap. At every- I, I, I used to drink a lot of Angry Orchard. And uh, <laughs> Sam Samuel Adams uh, Boston Lager is going to be at nearly every tap. At every- I haven't tried that's that. that's a solid beer. Go check that out if you have, like, what? Samuel okay. Adams? Boston Lager, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Samuel Adams is good. Yeah. I think it's pretty it's, solid. I think everyone passes it up because it's so, like, mm-hmm. available. But, like, okay. if you when you see it, like, and it's the only thing, if it's, like, that and Blue Moon are on tap wherever. Yeah. Those are both well, actually decent options. So, like, yeah, like, I mean, Blue Moon, as Carter said, these are all drinkable. But, like, I'm comparing to the ones we've had today, it's not, it's a, it's the weakest. It just doesn't have anything that really stands out. But it's totally smooth and drinkable. And the aroma's nice. Um, my number five is actually the Ho Garden. I'm really not a fan of this creaminess that's being found in these beers. Um, to me, it had a slight skunky smell to it and, like, to Carter, it wasn't strong. Personally, I'm just not a fan of any hints of that. It is all right. It is fine. Uh, my number uh, four. four is the Hitachino Garden Nest. How do I say that? Hitachino Nest White Hitachino Ale? Hitachino Nest. Yeah. I liked it, but it was all right. It was fine. Um, and I'm trying to think of why my rankings are this way. I'll be honest. I... Like I've said, I've You I've can been change checking. it. You have full no, control I, over No, I don't remember the difference between that and the wit, and I have... Oh, the St. Bernardus? Yes, but I, I just have better memories of the wit, and so my the wit is number three for me. And then my top two are definitely, because they're more recent, or just the profiles are stronger and better. My number two is actually the White Rascal, and then my number one is the Celis. Those two have a more like stronger finish or like acidic taste that like really cleans and finish up finishes up the drink for me. Um, I feel like the the citrus to it, the smell and feel like match the drink. And for me, as like I really am not a fan of that that creaminess that you guys were tasting like papaya or banana or whatever it was. I don't really like that. And so. For me, those two are my top two. And actually, like I know the the Celis previously when we did in the first episode when we had it, it was like in the middle of the scale, almost like end. I for this one, it's my top. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you're also learning a lot about beer. Your tastes beer, are changing. Beer, beer, beer. Magatha. Yes. Go ahead and hit us with your ranking. All right. Carter's last... trying to show us BuzzFeed articles. In yeah. Carter, this is We're in the middle of a podcast recording. Take a screenshot and show me later. That's fair. Um, so my last place was the, uh, what is it called? The Japanese beer? The Hitachino? Hitachino Nest. Yes, I didn't really care for it whatsoever. Yeah. Keep... <laughs> the least drinkable. Um, number five was Blue Moon. Number five was Blue Moon. Mm-hmm. Wow. Maggie really strained from the pack here. I feel like I shouldn't be allowed to say that, but I'm saying No, it. You're, you're totally allowed it's, to say all of this. It's an adequate beer. I'd drink yeah. it if I have to. Um, number three. No, sorry. Number four. Number four. Celis White. Whoa. I know. Wait, whoa. I'm straying Maggie from the pack. Maggie just put Celis White right. at number four. Wow. I know. Let's get ready to fight my girlfriend, Somebody everybody. Somebody call the police. Well, we have one yeah. right outside. <gasps> yes. 
Let him in. He's waiting because Maggie said she drank it in high school. He also checks IDs before we we record this podcast. It was was definitely before high school. Yeah, this is all perfectly. Oh, shit. She drank before high school, guys. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. Wait, before? Holy shit. See that light, guys, out there? I mean, the the audience can't see it. But we can all see the cop that's coming here to arrest. This is is a lot, y'all. Okay, this this is running long already. But um, Celis White, yeah, just didn't have the, like, weediness um, and creaminess that I really like okay. in a wheat beer. See, and that's when Maggie we... Maggie loves her Wheaties. So, comparing beer. right now our rankings, you and I, I like that the the sales wasn't creamy, and you like beers that were creamy. So, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. Yeah. Um, number three is the the wit. Oh, the St. Bernardus. St. Bernardus, St. Bernardus yeah. wit. I just, I appreciate that it's very unique and fruity and tropical, and I thought it was very drinkable. Uh, number two would be the Ho Garden. It's wow. Very, it's a pretty classic wheat beer. It's that's, nice and creamy. That's really high because for Banana me, honestly, eat. it was very much like an afterthought. Like What's I, your number after five? It's, my number five? It's your number five. Yeah. 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 No, so, Ho Garden's exactly like what I want out of a wit beer. So You and I cannot drink I like together that. beer. And my number one was the um, White Rascal. Avery White Rascal. I thought it was perfectly balanced. I almost didn't grab this one, and I'm and really glad I did. A really great yeah. wit beer. Good choice, Robbie. Yeah. Popular all around. Yeah. Uh, all right. It's time for my definitive rankings because I'm the host. No, I'm just kidding. Um, the correct ranking. This is all the right ways. Uh, number six is clearly... Clearly and definitively Blue Moon. It's, it had like, I didn't say this when I was, it had like an artificial orange taste to it. Like, yeah. Like it, the rest All of these around, tasted like there was like orange at least zested fan. over them or something. Mm-hmm. Whereas this tasted like it had orange number five, like pumped into it or something. Like it just didn't, it I didn't have the flavors I really wanted orange for. Number, no. <laughs> if it had orange number five, I'd love it. But actually it's orange number six. It's actually orange number six. No, um, my number five is actually going to go to the Ho Garden. Um, that's just because that bottle for us, at least on my side, even though Maggie loved it, yeah, I thought it was skunk. I smelled it during the break. Y'all's was super I'm skunky. Just not, I was not a fan of it. Uh, not that it's particularly bad or anything like that. It just didn't hit me quite right. Um, I thought it had kind of the good base there, but this was... Our bottle, at least between Maggie, the Maggie and I split, was not not up to snuff there. Uh, so unfortunately for tonight's rankings, I think Hogarden's got to take the L. Um, take that L, bitch. Number four, I'm actually going to throw 